The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We're getting closer to knowing what the future of the Northland site is going to look like. Now, earlier this week, City Council's Urban Planning Committee unanimously passed the preferred concept, which includes a, a pair of urban villages, they're calling them, and two new LRT stations. Our project manager, Lyle Brenneyes, joins us. Hi, Lyle. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. So uh, maybe you can uh, break this down a little bit and explain this concept a little bit uh, better. What does it look like? How many people uh, would be living there uh, when all said and done? Well, if it builds out to the preferred concept that we shared with committee yesterday, uh, it looks like a a new community that tries to balance uh, a community perspective and a city building perspective. What does that mean? Concept. Well, we're, we're trying to, I guess, restitch, if you will, uh, the community that, that, is, uh, that, that is proposed to the adjacent mm. communities and to the larger city as a whole, um, as well as from a city building perspective, looking to retain the Expo Center and the assets that it brings to the site, possibly an introduction of a new uh, anchor or amenity hub. Uh, perhaps in conjunction with Concordia University in the southeast corner of the site, um, as well as, as you've just mentioned, these uh, two new LRT stations that are proposed that um, are really uh, proposed to try to catalyze, you know, transit village type of development uh, in in the plan area. So, Lyle, when you talk about uh, the Expo Centre and trying to work uh, with that being there and, and build up around it, is, is how big of a challenge is having that centre <laughs> right there while you're trying to do all of this? Well, I think it's, it's both a, a challenge and an opportunity. I mean, the, the Expo Centre certainly is a, uh, a draw for citizens, um, a draw for uh, the region, and uh, it's... it's uh, I think uh, an important economic uh, driver uh, in the city. So uh, certainly the plan will see reduced uh, adjacent parking over time, um, but that you know the plan is still a longer game than a shorter game in okay. terms of uh, phase development. Um, when we're talking about this, of course, the, the Coliseum is still uh, there. I know that uh, there was a, a last-ditch effort to try to, to save that at the meeting the other day as well. But the Coliseum, uh, as it stands, as a retrofit or a refurbishment, is not in the plans, right? That's correct. Um, and why is that again? Is it just, you know, the, the cost of it? And what happens next as far as if we demolish it? When uh, would that happen? Uh, the timing for demolition hasn't been set yet. Uh, that said, the the decision to permanently close uh, the Coliseum uh, was tied in part to the original master agreement with yep. the new arena downtown. That's right. And subsequent to that time, it was uh, modified and, uh, I guess, tightened even further in terms of the opportunity to repurpose with the termination of what's called the sponsorship agreement, mm-hmm. which was a sub-agreement in the master agreement. <laughs> so that decision was actually made a long time in ago. the spring of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but still, some people are holding on to, people were holding on to hope. Uh, I know that. So I, I know that uh, at the last committee meeting that uh, this plan um, that uh, has been put forward, which was, you know, kind of the best of four proposals, you kind of took it and, and, and melded it all together. Um, there was some unanimous support there. So what happens next with it. Uh, next, what we would like to do is uh, 
check back in with the community uh, one more time mm-hmm. before we prepare um, a plan that would go to a public hearing. And that gives the plan some force and effect. How has the commu- a regulation, how, like a regulatory plan? Yeah. How has the uh, community been in this process so far? Well, they've been really engaged. Yeah. Uh, and uh, supportive. We've we've got a, a community stakeholder committee that um, we work directly with the District G communities, which are the community leagues and neighborhoods surrounding the immediate, more immediate area. We've got a, a business and industry stakeholder committee. Uh, which are developers and, and business types. Uh, a number of advisory committees of the city have been engaged in the process, indigenous community. We've um, surveyed with the Edmonton Insight community and hosted large public meetings on each of the phases of the planning process. Uh, Lyle, so of course everyone wants to know this one is, you know, who's going to pay for all of it? How does that look um, uh, when you're when you're building a new a new project like this, a new, a new area development like this? Well, in part... Some of some of the work will need to be city-led, uh, as you've mentioned earlier. The demolition of some of the facilities on site, um, some of the uh, servicing to prepare uh, to prepare the site for redevelopment. But the intent in this instance is to have uh, developers uh, taking on uh, much of the actual development work in the site, um, doing um, what I would call another level of master planning below the planning framework that we intend to set with our work mm-hmm. and then uh, doing the, the work of a typical developer and then home builders coming in and preparing um, a new community for new residents. You know, I'm not sure, Lyle, if you're the, the person who could answer this, but since you're kind of the, the manager behind all of this, I've been watching out where I, I live. I live out in the deep uh, southwest of the city, and there's a new community going in. It's starting, you know, up north, and I've, I've received the plans and the development plans, all of that sort of thing, and it's, it's been fascinating to watch it build over the past couple of years, and they're saying, you know, within the next 10 years, this is what it will look like. Um, you know, when you when you're putting together a plan for a new community, um, I mean, this there's there's got to be so much work, so much thought going into it. How do you determine what is best for that area? And you know, I guess it's just a, it's a it's a lot of meetings and um, you know a lot of professionals behind it all. But gosh, it seems like a huge amount of work and a huge amount of thought um, to to do it and to do it right. No, fair enough. We've you know we've undertaken um, both some economic uh, forecasting analysis, some market feasibility analysis, which looks at the capacity of this area um, to absorb new housing units compared to other areas across the city. You know, you look at uh, some of the adjacent um, types of communities and the kind of housing that's going in there. Uh, Because this is so close to LRT and transit, uh, it has... uh, an opportunity to really capture greater density than what you would see in maybe in a more typical suburban single-family mm-hmm. home kind of community. Uh, we we did uh, both an RFEOI as well as web portal and received many unsolicited proposals for ideas for how the city could uh, redevelop this site. That was all considered. Hmm. You know, every every at every phase of the plan, from ideas generation to you know a bit of due diligence and concept development, we consulted with community to hear what they had to say and try to 
uh, you know, import some of those ideas into into the plan that you saw at committee yesterday. Um, you know, so I'm still getting questions about the demolition of the Coliseum here. People just want to see that or videotape it and wondering know what's going on with that. Now, uh, just back to that, I think it was Councillor Paquette saying that he's not sure that it goes far enough to stand out enough as, as, uh, as a community. What do, you, what do you say to that? But I, I think in this instance, um, based upon what's currently there now versus what's being proposed, that's, that's a pretty <laughs> fundamental shift. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's certainly, uh, I mean, from an aspirational perspective, uh, you could, I suppose, set aside more land to do more, you know, big things, because uh, we've got a lot of big ideas. But, you know, the more land that you set aside to do big things, that's the less land you have available for development. And then, Often those big things come at you know a, a taxpayer's expense. Mm-hmm. So what we really tried to do was you know pay attention to some of those messages that we received from taxpayers about you know wanting to see this be achievable, but also mm-hmm. not be too much of a burden uh, on taxpayers. So we're trying to balance that community, uh, private developer opportunity, as well as the city building opportunity. Well, and you can sure all the all the taxpayers out there listening right now are happy to hear that. Now, I'm curious to know about, and again, so you talk about the Coliseum, uh, what, what will happen there, and of course, K-Days, um, the future of that. Uh, wh- what, are we, what are we looking with that? Will it just be moved? Well, K-Days is uh, committed, uh, Northlands, who, who hosts K-Days, committed to be on site uh, until 2022 with uh, an understanding with the city and uh, EEDC who who manage Expo Center mm-hmm. with an option to renew for a further five okay. years after that. So, you know, for the foreseeable future, I don't think much will change as it relates to K-Days. You know, over time, the festival may need to uh, adjust uh, how it's staged on the site as, you know, redevelopment occurs if it goes according to this plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from that perspective, I think K-Days is, um, should be fine, in at least the short to intermediate term. Well, and I think it's it's one of those things that people need to realize. It's not like uh, you're going to click your heels together. Some developers are going to wave a magic wand and it's going to boom, it's going to be there. This, is, uh, this will be years in the making. That's correct. The All right. forecasted timeline is between 20 and 30 years. Wow. Okay. Lyle, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Take it easy now. That's Lyle uh, Brenais joining me this afternoon. He is the project manager for the Northland site. So.